95. Pulse 95 Live with Abdul Karim and Aisha. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. Yes, you're tuned in to the Pulse 95 Live from the Shard International Book Fair. And today has been a slight um, investigative and mystery-solving kind of a, a show so mm-hmm. far because of the wonderful guests uh, that we've hosted. And the theme of this year's Book Fair is We Speak Books. Now, what that essentially means is that everyone can be a writer, everyone can be a reader, mm-hmm. and everyone can have a passion for literature. And we've got our next guest, Felix Francis, who used to be physics teacher, an A-level physics teacher, moved on to writing as well. And um, so it comes in collaboration with the, or in in, in connection with the theme of We Speak Books. So Felix, let's start off by talking about the transition. Learning from your father, who's also a crime writer. Yes, my father was a crime writer and wrote 39 books. Wow. uh, Between (laughs) every one a year between 1962 and and 2000. And uh, I started writing them five years later. Uh, it was really uh, almost a mistake. Uh, my, <laughs> my father's literary agent asked me to lunch and he said, oh, your father's books are going out of print mm-hmm. uh, because there hasn't been a new one for five years and what we need is a new hardback. And uh, I said, um, you know, my father uh, was now 85 years old and my mother, who'd worked on them with him, had died five years before and I said well I think you must be crazy yeah and he said now I'm asking your permission to ask an existing established crime writer to write a new Dick Francis story and well I must have um, uh, slightly overcame myself and said before he asked anyone else I would like to have a go and he to his eternal credit he didn't roll his eyes or laugh he just <laughs> said I'll give you two months to write two chapters so oh. I wrote the two chapters and he then said well there's two things you've got to do one you better uh, get on and finish it secondly you better go and talk to your father Mm. and uh, the book came out the following year and I've written one every year since this is my latest book No Reserve which I'm here with uh, at the Sharjah International Book Fair is my 17th novel now wow so um, it's lovely to be back here I was here 10 years ago and it's uh, wow. a, a great event really enjoying it you're close to the 39th figure you, are you hoping is that, is that the aim as well well I think <laughs> I think that if I mean I didn't start my first book didn't I didn't write my first book until I was uh, 53 years old so I think if I was going to write one a year on to that I'd be well into my 90s I don't know <laughs> I like to think so but I it's doubt a, it's it it's a good target to achieve for sure yeah. well, I've always thought that 20 sounded like a good round number so I'm working on number 18 at the moment. So right. uh, there will definitely be a few more yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Dick Francis uh, universe was already established when you tried to continue it. It, it, it was, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, my father uh, was uh, very successful. He had 34 number one bestsellers in a row wow. in, in England mm-hmm. and, uh, and sold worldwide. Uh, and that was, um, I, I'm very proud of my heritage and mm-hmm. and my books still have a Dick Francis novel written on the front because I feel that it's uh, uh, the Dick Francis novel is now a brand 
rather mm-hmm. than just an individual. And I'm very proud of what he achieved and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very grateful to be con- continuing his legacy. Mm-hmm. And speaking about continuing a legacy, and now as you mentioned, you had to write or he was writing one book a year and um, so were you. You had to carry on that mantle and you're still kind of carrying on that mantle as well. How do you do that? Because we usually hear about, yes, there are a lot of um, writers who do produce um, books every year or every two, three years. But how do you keep that imagination running, especially when you talk about mystery or thrillers? It's mostly fear of of failure, of getting getting it done on time. Uh, Yes, it it is a hard task. I mean, my year, uh, I start the actual writing in October, so I've... And one month into that, it'll take it takes six months to write the, the actually write the book. Mm-hmm. It's due at the publishers on the 31st of March uh, next year. And then I take a, a couple of weeks off and then I get edit notes and I have to do the edit. And then there's copy edits and proofs. And mm-hmm. the book doesn't actually go to press until the middle of June. Mm-hmm. And at which point I'm desperately thinking of my next story oh wow because i've only got uh, july and august mm. and set and then september is taken up with promotion for the publication of the book mm-hmm. so september's out and then october i've got to start writing again and yes it is extremely hard work if people often ask me where where do you get your plots well if i knew that i'd can it and sell it and make <laughs> myself a fortune <laughs> It's going to places. I mean, coming here to Sharjah is so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a different atmosphere, different completely to uh, where I live in rural England. Mm. And um, and going to places helps you come up with plots. I mean, I wrote a book about um, white turf, which is horse racing on the frozen lake at St. Moritz okay. in the winter. Um, I mean, the idea of a frozen lake couldn't be further from the truth here in Sharjah at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and they they do proper horse racing, and uh, and I got invited out to that. And and when I was there, I visited the Cresta Run, which is a an ice shoot down watched people go on toboggans and throw themselves down at about 120 uh, kilometers an hour. So and. By the d- by, lunchtime on the first day, I had the idea of a plot, so that was great. So it's going to places and mm. meeting people helps you uh, yeah. put together an idea. Of, 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 but it gets increasingly difficult because all the Dick Francis and the Felix Francis books all have horses in yes, there somewhere, mm. but. They're not about horses, they're about people. Mm-hmm. Inspired from it. You know, horse racing is simply the canvas against which mm. I paint the human story. Uh, but increasingly, it gets more and more and more difficult mm. because the authorities, the racing authorities, they obviously read my books because when I have a, a loophole in the law, in the rules, they read the book and the next thing I know, the loophole has been closed off. <laughs> so it is. it gets more and more difficult. I mean, there mm. are now... 56 published Dick Francis novels and uh, I'm working on the 57th and I can't use any of the stories that are in those previous 56 so it gets more and more difficult. Oh wow. And if you can elaborate a little bit more on um, 
when it comes to finding that plot? Now, you, you've talked about the, the horses being the canvas, but is there anything specific away from the world of horses that you think, hmm, this could be a great idea for, for the Yes, plot? well, I wrote a book uh, two books ago, or no, three books ago, was a book called Guilty Not Guilty. Right. Uh, and it had very little horse racing in it. Um, I had to find some horse racing. I had to get have my character going to the races just to provide a little bit because the publishers wanted to have something which had racing in but it was it was really a murder mystery not involving horses at all actually uh, but uh, uh, as I said it, it's not the horses that are important it's the people I mean no reserve the latest one is actually my main character is a uh, an auctioneer selling horses uh, at the yearling sales in Newmarket in England and he sells a horse uh, and the book opens with him selling a horse for three million well actually they're three million guineas but he's worth you know it's about four million um, dollar US dollars mm-hmm. and then he overhears a conversation which implies that two people bid the artificially inflated the bidding and then the following morning the horse is found dead in its stable oh, wow. and uh, and uh, my character, Theo Jennings, sets out to investigate whether there's any foul play going on and someone seems determined to stop him and will go to any lengths to do so, including murder. And you don't need to know anything about a horse. I mean, it helps if you know which end eats and which end doesn't. Uh, but apart from that, you don't need to know anything about horses uh, to read my books. You might learn a bit, but you don't need to know anything about it. And do you have a, an idea where you are probably, I'm just asking, I hope I do not offend you in any way, especially since you are carrying on your father's legacy, but have you ever thought of perhaps one day straying away from that and just telling the publishers the Dick Francis uh, stories are ending here and I'm going to go through a very different direction, something uh, like Felix Francis uh, new universe perhaps well I haven't done so so far even though I do feel that my books are slightly different to mm-hmm. his yeah. I like to think they're a little lighter mm-hmm. uh, but straying away from the uh, uh, I mean I, a lot of my readership like that they mm-hmm. want they want the um, they know what they're getting when yeah. they when they uh, read the book um, I don't feel that I'm constrained at all mm-hmm. uh, I can um I'm very, I'm very well uh, received and, and thankfully respected in the racing world, and a lot of have a lot of friends there. Uh, but it, 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 as I said, it, they're not about the horses, you know. And um, um, but I mean, racing is a wonderful canvas mm-hmm. because you know it's high adrenaline, very high, com- uh, highly competitive. There's lots of money floating around, including a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and of course, I know that there's not much gambling goes on here in Sharjah, but uh, certainly in England, there's bookmakers and, and everyone is gambling and everyone is trying to tip the odds in their favor. So it's a wonderful background because, and, and everyone goes racing in England from, you know, our late Queen Elizabeth II would love to go into racing and now the president, our president king and queen go racing mm-hmm. and also the man in the street uh, uh, you know, right down to the every socio-economic level goes racing and mm-hmm. so it is the perfect canvas but certainly there are 
Um, I mean, with guilty, not guilty, there was almost no racing in it at all. Mm -hmm. And I think that I may do that again next time. Not the one I'm writing at the moment, but mm -hmm. maybe the the 2025 book. I'd like yeah. to uh, touch a little bit on um, the fact that, you know, obviously carrying the Dick Francis novel um, legacy forward. Uh, what did you learn from from working with your with your father directly on on uh, on the books? And is there anything that really struck you and thought, you know, what this this has hit home? This is what I'll take back. Well, I, I, of course, I grew up. Uh, I mean, my father's first book was published when I was eight years old, uh, so I grew up um, with with it. I, I I grew up in what I consider to be the greatest fiction factory of the 20th century, and and. Uh, My mother and father used to discuss the books endlessly and, and discussion over the breakfast table would not be who's taking the children to school mm. today, but could Sid Halley survive the night with a 38 <laughs> slug in his guts? <laughs> and so um, it was a really exciting time. Uh, and I, obviously I devoured the books as soon as I was old enough and every year I would do it. And then I managed my father and mother for many years so I was really involved in the books uh, and there were certain aspects which make a Dick Francis novel uh, the character I mean they're all written in the first person narrative so the reader is inside the head of the uh, of the protagonist and and gets to be that person as the book continues but there's also um, my father was very much um, a believer in two great attributes which he Uh, thought were important. One was loyalty and the other was courage. I mean, my father had been a jockey uh, uh, prior to being an author. He was a steeplechase jockey, so he was used to uh, um, danger, as it were. And prior to that, he'd been a wartime uh, RAF pilot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, he, off, he once said that it was safer riding horses over the Grand National Fences because at least no one was shooting at you. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, I, I do believe that, the, that what made him successful, and I'm glad, I like to think of responsible for some of my success, is that our, our, our main characters are, uh, show these, uh, th th these characteristics of, of, of courage and loyalty, and, uh, and that in, in itself is, uh, makes them the hero not just the protagonist, but makes them the hero of the story. And, uh, and because they're written in the first person, I feel that people get into it. I mean, some reviewers say, oh, the Francis books, you know, they're just easy reading. Mm -hmm. But we work very hard, my father worked very hard and I worked very hard to make them easy reading. Mm -hmm. I feel that uh, there's nothing better than come, someone coming up to you and saying, You kept me up all night because I had to finish the book because I wanted to know what happened. Oh, wow. I mean, it's great. Uh, part of me obviously thinks, my goodness, it took me a whole year to write that and they've mm. read it in a day. But that is what all, any author wants. Mm. And uh, I work very hard to make that the case. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you are a treasure when it comes to learning. And um, I believe that everybody's going to be very excited to be listening to you teach how to write thrillers during Thrill Fest, which is happening uh, next week right here at the Charge International Book Fair. And they can tap into your mind and uh, learn more about the Dick Francis uh, legacy and especially that it's living through you, Felix. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, and it's lovely to be here in Charger and it, thank you very much for 
uh, for speaking with me this morning. I really enjoyed myself. I'm, gonna, I'm going to give you um, an, an idea for your next book, perhaps camel racing. <laughs> camel racing. Well, I, I, I've been camel racing here. <laughs> I've been camel racing in Dubai oh, when I was here. Um, must be now uh, almost 20 years ago I went mm -hmm. camel racing. In those days, they still used to uh, have the... Uh, the little boys on yeah. the back. Now yeah. they have robots, I believe. Yes, I mean, uh, uh, your next one could be about somebody tampering with a robot, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at least you don't have to drug test the robot. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Felix, it's great talking to you. And um, we're going to be talking to you off air right now. Coming up next is the uh, news headlines and more to do with the Charge International Book Fair. So stick around. Pulse95 Live with Abdul Karim and Aisha. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. Pulse95.